Good evening, once again. We are getting close to the end of our vision chapter. Lots of great impact and nuggets from this one. Again, we're in uh, Developing a Leader Within You 2.0 by John C. Maxwell, the number one leadership and management expert in the world. And we're deep into the chapter on vision. And we talked about, uh, just as a recap, we talked about uh, owning your vision. And we talked first about looking within. How do you feel about it? Then we talked about looking behind us what we learned that we can use. And we talked about looking around and timing. That's when I use vision and timing. And we talked about uh, those on the team who may not be with you when you begin. And then today we're talking about looking above you. What does God expect of you? Me being a like John Maxwell, like person of faith. Uh, if this is offensive to you, then you can go ahead and skip the chapter. But I do have to talk about that because let's face it, we are not we are very complex beings. We're spiritual beings gifted with the intellect, and we live in a physical body. And that's not by accident. We were beautifully and wonderfully designed. And in that, in that context. It would be wrong not to, to uh, mention a little bit about our maker and how that makes a difference. So talking about potential, um, I know John Maxwell talks about a story here, but I think a personal story uh, would really, really hit the point. Uh, some of you may have heard the story before, some may not. Like I said, we're spiritual beings, and, and being a spiritual being, we can live in the spirit and we can uh, have a perspective from a spiritual perspective or a, yeah, from a spirit perspective uh, saying that it's being led by God, or we can choose to have a physical perspective or a uh, human perspective, which is, which is faulty a lot of times because the human perspective, uh, we're going on feelings and how we, we're hurt and we lash out and we want revenge. And I don't think that's right. So if we look at things and understand that everything comes from a, a greater power and that that greater power is in control, then things, when things happen to us, we can kind of have that out-of-body body experience and look at them from a different perspective, understanding. See, I'm under the understanding that God is in control and that Anything I do, he is there with me, and he's guiding each step. And that's where my story comes in. I talk about having done uh, 15 years with a particular insurance company, and um, I kind of got into a situation where I was kind of sidetracked and, and got a little complacent. Now, here's where the perspective comes in. I knew that God was in control. And I had seen him work in my wife's life a few times where she had been working many hours. I said, honey, you can't do that. You need to find a different job. And I saw him work. If you don't, sometimes if you don't make the change that God expects you to make, he'll make it for you. And I tell the uh, sort of the humorous story about how she's working 80 hours a week or 80 hours every two weeks. And then 
uh, she got fired and started working more. I uh, got paid more and worked less hours. And then that wasn't the exact position that Lloyd wanted her in, so she got fired again. And she started working less hours and making even more money. And now I used to tell my wife, gee, all you have to do is get fired one more time. I don't have to work anymore because you're making more money and not working but one or two days a week. <laughs> but anyways, so from that, I understood that, you know, God's in control. If you don't make the change and he expects you to make it and he's your, he's your, the one you follow, then uh, I honestly believe he'll make the change for you. So in my situation, like I said, I've worked about 15 years for the company. And yes, you know, like I know, after we've been there for a while, you can see if you're getting a little complacent. And uh, part of it was my fault because um, some of it, um, you know, some of it you, you could have uh, maybe been more proactive and pushed the issue as opposed to sit back. But having sat back, I think um, God got tired of me sitting back and said, look, if you're not going to make the change that you know you need to make, then I'm going to interject and make it for you. And he did. And it was interesting because, uh, you know, I lost my job uh, uh, due to a downsizing. Um, so here's, here's, the, here's the thing. I, I lost my job. So then when I'm at my luncheon, I tell everyone that, you know, God's in control, and he saw I got a little complacent. So as a result, he pushed me out. Now, get this. I don't, did not know where I was going next. But yet, I was totally confident that God was in control and that he would place me where I needed to be placed. So, um, you know, have you ever been in that situation? You get fired. If you look from a human standpoint, it's why, why me? And, you know, they're against me and they're prejudiced and blah, blah, blah. I could tell a hundred excuses and, and, and blamed it all on everyone else but myself. But see, I looked internally and I looked above and I understood that God knew that I had more in me. I've got more talent. It's like being here now. I've got more talent than just sitting there and allowing uh, myself to waste away on these, these minor projects that would come my way and that would, you know, knock them out. If you're doing something for 15 years, let's face it, that project comes down and it's not a lot you haven't seen and then, and you're keeping up with the changes that are going on and you're the expert in your field. So, anyway, so I, I told the story, like I said, my luncheon, that, uh, that God saw that I was a little complacent. So instead of, since I did not make the move, he made the move for me. So what happens after that? Well, I actually had two offers. One um, uh, was an offer, and see, that's where God is again. The, the first offer kept changing, and then uh, a buddy of mine had another offer, and by the time they finished changing the first offer, it was almost equivalent to what my buddy had said all along. So it made sense. Since his was constant, that would be the way to go. So I took that offer. Now, that was not. <laughs> where God wanted me to be. But what I took from that, looking at a heavenly perspective, is he said, look, I'm going to give you an opportunity here. I'm not going to throw you out totally uh, without a source of income. I'm going to give you this opportunity, but I'm not going to make it comfortable for you. 
<laughs> Lord knows it wasn't comfortable. It is definitely not a comfortable situation when every day you come into a job working for your quote-unquote friend, and every day he says, if you don't lower your voice, because that's a call center environment, but not quite in a call center, and I have a very strong voice in case you didn't notice. But anyways, uh, every time you're on the phone uh, each night when you're having conversation at lunch, he's like, don't think I won't fire your butt. Of course, he said it with more colorful language. If you can't control your voice. And he made it very clear that if my voice could not be controlled, he wasn't afraid to fire me. So that was the environment that I worked in for about a year. And, you know, I'm thinking to myself, okay, God, you put me here. I understand. Give me a source of income. Um, but I know it's not comfortable for you, and I didn't want it to be comfortable because I want to push you to get to where I want you to be. So about a year later, you know, I was out putting some feeders out for some uh, some other jobs, and I remember one of the ladies uh, called me that I had trained back in 1999. She said, hey, we got a position um, for you, and then she told me about the income, and I said, well, you know, it's awfully low, but if you double it, uh, increase it, you know, I'd consider it. As a possibility of something I would do, but right now, no. But thanks for the, the opportunity. Then I, I had one other offer, and it was almost time for me and my wife to do our, uh, our, our anniversary vacation. So when we were on anniversary, I, uh, you know, I do my due diligence. I had all my numbers and spent a little time looking at the different offers, saying, do I stay where I'm at? Do I do this one? Or could I make this other one? It's really, really the income's too low uh, work uh, if I need to. So <laughs> I place these things out on, on paper, but I think hard about it because I knew, I knew God was still in control, you know? So uh, when I vacation came back and the lady who I had trained who offered me a job, she called me back. She said, guess what? They doubled the salary. And I'd like you to come work for me. I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Who does that? So <laughs> needless to say, uh, yeah, there God was uh, putting me in a position where um, I'd have the income that I needed and I'd have the, the flexibility and schedule where I could actually do some leadership stuff. And because I'm, because deep down inside, I know with all the positivity that I possess and, and, and reign out, that I need to share that and, and build others up in that. So this gave me the, the freedom to do that. Um, and I'm not totally there yet, but I'm getting there. And, I, and this is part of it, being able to share with you. But, you know, God being in control, he got me into this position now, like I said, he, he was a little upset because I wasn't doing what I needed to do. So then what happens where I am now? Well, I become certified Maxwell leadership trainer and coach and speaker. And then I start doing masterminds and actually speaking into other people's lives. And of course, uh, right on the verge of, of helping others, sharing my knowledge and uh, counseling on an individual basis. And that will last probably about 12 months or so. And then we'll have to go to group counseling because 
people's faith that can reach more people in a group environment like this. Uh, and hopefully you're getting something from this here. So I say that to say this, um, that yes, the God above gives you the potential, like he gave me a lot of potential, but then it's, it's a sin if I do not share that. It's not for me to hoarder, it's for me to give. As John Maxwell says, we need to be reservoirs and not uh, reservoirs or rivers and not reservoirs. We don't just soak up, we pass through. So I'm passing through that, that positive energy, positive notes and reassurance to you and how I can help you uh, both as an individual or as a group. But if, if anything I can say that can, can, can uh, help your day or build you up continuously, I'm gonna be here continuously to do that because that's what I feel that my gift is from God. So, uh, and I'll be doing some course, some courses, you know, like the 15 Valuable Laws of Growth. John Maxwell, I've taught the mastermind on that and intend to do that some more, as well as some other things. I build a group where we can build some encouragement. As a matter of fact, uh, if you look above on one of my recent, I put a teaser out about um, me doing Facebook book lives. And also it talks about, um, it's a teaser there. It's also on that video talks about getting clarity and what God has for you to do. Your passion, what your passion is, and, and you getting a hold of that and being able to start spreading your wings and letting that fly. And then bringing back the stories. I want to hear your stories of how things affected you. How has this story affected you? You know, I read a lot of, um, uh, as people join my page, or I invite them to join, I read a lot of uh, uh, of your pages, and, and I see a lot of the, the comments about um, how the Lord leads your life. And I want to hear more of those stories, so I may be able to share those. And as we build this uh, group that I don't have right now, but I intend to build it very, fairly soon, um, you'll be able to become a part of it, be able to share, and then collaborate together. But that's my lesson today. We talked about look within, look around, and now look above. And um, yes, so that vision is our vision, but that vision came from somewhere. And I believe that vision is from God. And when that vision comes to you, because it comes from inside. You know how you have those ideas and you write them down or you don't write them down you need to because you're, you're leaking out your most valuable resource. Because here's the thing, sometimes ideas that come to you may not be for you, but you need to write them down because like I said, we're a river, not a, not a uh, reservoir. And a being river to pass those through as you interact with other people. You may find an idea that resonates someone else, but doesn't really resonate with you, but it came to you. There's a reason for that. There's a reason those ideas come and be able to pass those on. There's my friend, uh, Michelle Coy, and one of her gifts is 
is bringing people together. And the reason that she's able to do that is because she can absorb that information from different people and be able to catalog it. And then when, when, when the time comes, be able to connect the right person with the right one and then see how those relationships grow and how they actually reach their potential as a result of her putting them together. But that's my, uh, that's my note today. I hope you found it good and I hope it wasn't offensive, but I honestly believe that um, we need to share our message and that it's God given and it's God shared when we share it and it's a sin if we don't share it. So that's why I'm here to help you do that. A lot of times you say, well, how do I do that? Well, one is to build your confidence. And one way to build confidence is uh, to build in that subconscious mind. We know there's two things. Yeah, that affect subconscious mind, that's emotion and that's repetition. So one of the things is to put positive affirmations on cards and keep them with you and repeat them several times a day because we have to reprogram the subconscious mind because think about the conscious mind pulls from the subconscious. If you're putting good affirmations in there, eventually after a month or so, then you're going to find that those things start to surface in your conversations and things. And you're like, wow, he's right. It works. And I forgot to do it again, but this is, my name is Brave El Dodd, and I'm coming from uh, Florida here. And I always, always enjoy sharing with you. And I'm looking forward for you to start sharing with me some. I appreciate it. Thank you. Until tomorrow, have a great evening. And check out my, my link there if you want a, a cup with some positive affirmations or a T-shirt with a positive affirmation that you could bring around. I've got all that stuff there. Thank you. Have a good night.